Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this Wednesday. This is the last day of August. And uh, hey, we start the uh, third month of the third quarter, September tomorrow. And I know everybody's ready for Labor Day and uh, and to have a little bit of downtime. So glad you're able to join us today. Hey, we'll talk about what's happening in the marketplace coming up next with Dave. Here it's 841.19 before 9. Time to check in on your money and see how Wall Street is abusing your retirement funds. (laughs) Philip Statler is on the line from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. And, Philip, I think uh, Jay Paulson really needs to do another one of those take-a-pill speeches and reassure the world that he's not suddenly turned into uh, uh, the not so jolly green giant because uh, things are looking like we might see a even bigger interest rate increase this coming month than we wanted looking at the reports we got in right you know i'm telling you i'm looking at the overall reports that came in yesterday and and there's um it's one of those things that you and i talk about good news is bad news and and everything was good consumer confidence was up you know there's more job openings available not that many more people quit their jobs And so there's nothing, I mean, other than this morning, and we'll talk about ADP, that was a slight miss, but, um, you know, there's just too much good news out there, which makes me concerned that the Fed will end up raising interest rates more than we anticipated. I mean, we expect a three quarters percent, but if we keep getting this good news over and over again, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Fed starts looking at a 1% increase. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what I guess you can give credit or blame, depending upon how you look at it, to Janet Yellen, because when she was the president of the uh, Federal Reserve, she was the one that started including the JOLTS report, the uh, hiring and uh, and uh, resignation indexes as part of their reading on the economy. And Tuesday's JOLTS resort, uh, report, we had an unexpected uptick in the number of open jobs. The quit rate fell to a 14-month low, so the great resignation is slowing down. And, uh, you in a vacuum, you'd call this all good news for the economy. But as you say, with an overheated or at the very least very darned healthy employment picture, that's exactly what the Federal Reserve wants to slow down. And that speech that Paulson gave at the end of the Jackson Hole retreat last week, there will be pain. And the problem is, yet in consumer confidence, that number from yesterday afternoon, we aren't feeling any pain yet, Jay. Hit us again a little harder, right? That seems to be what the economy is saying, Dave. I mean, the uh, the the consumer confidence was about eight uh, points higher than what it was in July, and that's uh, even better than what was expected. So, we continue to see that. We job openings are up by almost ten percent over over um, well, not I'm sorry, not over last month, but over what was expected. Um, they came in at eleven million last month, or eleven point two this month. The expectation was they were only 10.3 million. So uh, about 10%, almost 10% more than what was expected when it comes to job openings. I know why consumer confidence went up. They only surveyed people with student loans. (laughs) <laughs> uh, 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 okay. I had to put some levity into this thing. Good news is bad news on the stock market. Uh, we started the morning out. Mortgage applications down again last week. They were uh, down 1.2% last week uh, or the week before. Last week, they were down another 3.7%. Uh, the uh, mortgage rates are starting to scare people, and uh, the ones that are applying are, are generally the ones that are looking for uh, utilizing their equity in their current home and making 
making great big down payments because housing prices, at the very least around here, haven't fallen much yet. But uh, the number of new mortgages being written is pretty small. Then we come to the ADP number because we're coming up on the first of the month and we always get those big numbers in for employment. That's the one miss we got this morning. They expected 300,000 new private sector jobs in the economy. The big payroll service says there were only 132,000 created last month, and that's you know, bad news is good news, and that's bad news, so it might help the marketplace, right? Maybe. I mean, that's a possibility. We'll have to kind of wait and see. I mean, that was, uh, but you know, I mean, we get the non-farm payrolls on Friday, and there's been several times that there's a big mismatch there between what ADP says and what the government non-farm payroll number comes out to be. So Friday will be the true tell. Absolutely. It helps, to, it helps to keep in the back of the mind ADP is almost always wrong on the numbers, but the absolute numbers aren't half as relevant as the direction. And uh, uh, if we're looking at a miss on the private sector by that quantity, i got to assume we're going to probably have some sort of a miss on the gross non-farm payroll number. Uh, we get to the point, uh, all of that put together, yesterday's data resulted in another drop. The Dow was down another 308 points yesterday. That's almost a full percent. Standard & Poor's down more than a full percent, down 44. And the NASDAQ was down 1.12 percent, down another 130 and another 134 and a half. I really it was kind of having my fingers crossed that we'd seen 32,000 on the Dow for the last time for a while, but we're down to 31,790 now, and uh, uh, I'm not seeing a lot of green ink this morning either, although there is a little bit of rebound going on. Well, there there is a little bit, but it's just a tinge, you know, and we start out with the tinge yesterday and see what happened. So... Uh... I don't know there's any more numbers to come out this uh, today, though, that could affect uh, the marketplace. Uh, the only thing that's coming out later is going to be the Chicago manufacturer's PMI number. So uh, I don't think that'll move the market one way or another when it comes out. But still, we continue to look at, at the indexes, and they're just really suffering in August after a great July. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not starting out with a lot of good news kind of coming under our tidbits column either. Uh, one of the companies that has a store here in town, Bed Bath & Beyond, announced early this morning uh, that in response to all the problems they're having, they're laying off 20% of their staff and expect store closing announcements coming soon. Let's keep our fingers that the Sebring location is not on the store closing list. We'll find that out as time goes on. Well, that's right. And so they, um, they're also picked up another $500 million. It looks like a new financing, but I got to tell you, they are getting slammed today. Um, they were down 9.3% yesterday. Right now they're down another 30.1%, um, $8 and 46 cents a share right now. Hey, they're still not even, they're double almost what they're low is their low is four dollars and 38 cents and we're not there yet well thank heavens for small favors anyway <laughs> yeah the market tends to get real antsy when you start talking about store closings and layoffs because everybody keeps remembering sears pennies kmart every time a brick and mortar store starts making those noises everybody starts having nightmare scenarios go through their mind and uh, while it probably isn't in that direction for bed bath and beyond that's kind of the first crack in the armor that tends to make investors really nervous well, yeah, I mean, the other thing they started to do, I mean, they got a new commitment for $500 million in financing, but they also filed with the SEC 
to be able to sell additional shares of common stock. So, um, so that's why the stock's really tanking because that will further dilute the uh, the price per share of the common stock. <laughs> Can four dollars be far away? Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of gets there. Uh, uh, earnings season is pretty well toward the end, but we got a couple of household names that reported this morning, and one of them is my cat's favorite store, Chewy.com. How are they doing? Or am I buying enough Fancy Feast? Now you you need to buy a little bit more, Dave. Um, oh. They they had a good quarter though. They surprised with a profit for the last quarter, but sales were lagging um, as prices rise and consumers focus more on you know pet food and, and medications. That it's it's an issue. Um, but and that so they they made a better than expected profit, but they're getting killed this morning because they cut their full year outlook. Um, oh, and so, yeah, Chewy's down almost 11% this morning. Jeez, I mean, she's eight, uh, she's 18 years old. My cat can't eat anymore. Somebody <laughs> else chip in. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So we got a couple retailers reported. Um, Designer Brands, which is a footwear uh, accessory retailer, they had better than expected profit and revenue for this last quarter. And they came out and raised their full year guidance. So a designer brand is doing well. They're up 3.3% this morning. The other retailer I have is kind of maybe the other spectrum is uh, Express. They, uh, they're trading down this morning. They missed on revenue. Uh, they cut their full year guidance. You know, they're, they're expecting a, a pretty dismal quarter. They're down 4% this morning. And let's just put it out there. They're, they're a pretty inexpensive stock. You want to go buy some, Dave, but you might can do it. It's only right now $1.84 a share. Ooh, I can buy a few shares of that. I think I got a 20 in my pocket. I can be a major stockholder. It's almost becoming a penny stock. <laughs> <laughs> Getting there. Did you mention Hewlett Packard did come out? I do. I have both Hewlett Packards, HP Inc., um, which, uh, let's see here. And then you have Hewlett Packard Enterprises, which mm -hmm. deals with more IT and, and, and consulting and that kind of stuff. So HP Inc., they, uh, they, they, they came in as expected for their earnings, but they missed on revenue. Um, uh -oh. And they're the ones that make the computers. They're the computer manufacturing side. They're seeing that slowdown, right, in, in, in spending. And so uh, they're down 6% this morning. And then HP Enterprises, they're the more consulting IT experts. Um, they uh, they said that they had a an okay okay time this last quarter. They're trading down though about a third of a percent. Okay, doesn't help that much, does it? Doesn't it? Doesn't at all. <laughs> Resetting the table. The morning it was an off day yesterday on Wall Street because of good news economically. Like the uh, Fed says, we're not doing monetary policy based on the stock market. Thanks, guys. Where are we going 45 minutes early this morning? All right, man. I'm going to have to fumble around here just a little bit because the website's not working, but the app is. So uh, we've got the uh, futures right now. The Dow is up $61, almost two-tenths of a percent. S&P 500 is up 18, which is almost a half a percent. The NASDAQ 100 up $111, which is almost um, nine-tenths of a percent. So 
things are looking okay there. Let's see if I can get the commodities. Here we go. Commodities. We've got uh, silver trading down a third of a percent, down below $18, Dave, down to $17.92 an ounce. Gold trading down, oh, three quarters of a percent, a little bit more, uh, down to $1,721. And then we've got crude oil. Man, you got to like this, Dave. Get excited, mm-hmm. man. Down 2, 2.3%, down below 90, $89.53 a barrel. I'm not 100% sure what caused that, because we're, except for just expectations of a slower economy, right? Yeah I, yeah, I don't either, because everything I saw, so OPEC Plus might be actually cutting production. So uh, that's counterintuitive to what that number's showing us. Yeah, that, that was on my tidbit list, too. So I'm, I'm not complaining about the result, but I don't know what the reasons are. Overseas markets, the Chinese, the Chinese and Japanese Asian rim stocks all down this morning at the close at 6 a.m. Europe is looking at our futures and saying, where's the excitement level? They're all down as well. British stocks are down by 1.2%, as a matter of fact, on that index midway through their day. Getting advice to stabilize and uh, remove the risk from one's retirement portfolio during volatile times like that is invaluable. How do I find you to get that advice, Philip? You know, Dave, when we look at where we are, and we that's one of the reasons we developed the core retirement design to help people figure out how much risk they truly have in their current portfolio. It's a big miss I see almost every day. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then, okay? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I continue to hope that uh, you have a great week. Excited about Labor Day, getting a little bit of downtime. Hey, with that, uh, I hope you'll join me again tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great day.